Hello, hello, my fellow podcast people. I hope you're doing very, very well on this fine Sunday evening or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. I'm your host, as per usual, Azrin, the language nerd, and today we're going to skip the usual intro and we're going to dive right into the podcast. I will be teaching in about uh, 20 minutes here, and so I want to just dive right into the meat and potatoes and everything of this podcast so we can maximize every second that I have. Actually, a very quick story. I burnt my hand with some hot butter earlier today. I was making a portobello mushroom burger and I splashed by accident, or rather the butter like flicked onto my hand and it really hurts and I don't like it. Right now I've got it on an ice pack, so it's feeling okay. But man, for people who spend a lot of time in the kitchen, I hear that burning yourself because of oil or butter, things like that, apparently it's very, very common. And I know that if I were a cook, that would be something I'd hate. I'd hate the fact that I was always burning my hands or regularly burning my hands with oil or whatnot. Anyway, I just wanted to share that because I'm not happy about this burning sensation in my hand right now. But anyway, I digress. Let's jump into some language learning stuff. And today I want to go into the following topic, which is what I'm going to call being selfish. You see, I was thinking about something earlier today that being selfish is a really interesting approach and framework that you can use in order to uh, in order to learn a language. And actually, it's selfish is the wrong word. I think it should be self-centered. That is a much better word to use here. Being self-centered. Often people wonder, what should they be studying in the language that they are learning? Should they study this grammar point, that grammar point? Should they study vocabulary? Should they work on their accent? Should it be listening comprehension, writing, reading? And sometimes people feel a little bit lost and they don't necessarily know what they should be doing next. This is why many people follow textbooks or take language classes or take stu- or follow study at home programs. And this is why people often will, will purchase something to give them a little bit of a roadmap. What I want to do in today's podcast is I want to propose a slightly different style of roadmap. And this style of roadmap is, is centered upon being self-centered. I believe that if you try to learn a language and your primary focus or even like maybe your only focus is to learn how to talk about yourself i think that can take you that can take you a really long way and there's a lot of stuff that you could learn by doing that so let me let me give an example if i if i were using a strategy let's say for spanish i already speak spanish but let's say hypothetically i didn't and i wanted to learn spanish using the strategy I would want to learn how to say my name is Mediamo Azrin, right? I'd want to learn how to say my age, my nationality. I'd want to say that I have a younger sister. I'd want to talk about my family. I could learn about my hair color, my eye color, my height. I could learn about my beliefs, you know, what I believe, what I don't believe in. I could t- I could learn about um about uh, what was I going to say? What I like, what I don't like. There's a lot of categories There's a lot of different types of things you can learn how to say simply by trying to talk in as much depth as possible about yourself. So if I wanted to talk about, for example, my childhood, suddenly I'm going to have to learn about the imperfect tense, that verb tense, in Spanish. If I want to talk about uh, my personal characteristics, eye color, height, hair color, things like that, I'm going to have to start to 
encroach into ser and estar territory. A little bit anyway, not fully, but that's going to give me an introduction to that. And so by, by focusing purely on yourself and being self-centered, there's a lot, you could learn a lot about the language. So if you're wondering about what your next step should be, think about what types of things you don't know how to say about yourself. And that might give you a good indication of what you uh, what you should be studying next. We can go really deep with this too, because sometimes when I was initially thinking about this, I was thinking that maybe this this works, but only in the beginning. Maybe this works only in the early phases. But honestly, I think this can take you well past or into an intermediate phase. I think there's a chance that could work. Because, you know, if you're talking about yourself, you can start to talk about pretty deep things like what you believe and why. So you might think, I believe that um, Christianity is really important because Christianity is something I value. Or I believe that, you know, your religion, you can talk about who knows, maybe you believe in gender equality and that's something you feel very strongly about. Or maybe, who knows, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that all of us feel very strongly about. And for us to be able to talk about those things, we're going to have to go into maybe some more complex grammar points, maybe some more complex vocabulary. And as I was saying before, just focusing on yourself can take you a very long way. And I'm going to throw something out here. And I don't know if this is true, but it's fun for me to think about. I actually wonder if being self-centered can actually take you all the way to achieving a very fluent level in another language. For example, you know, one might make the argument, Azrin, well, let's see here. If you talk about yourself, right, and you're talking about your hair color, your eye color, your skin color, yes, you're going to learn a lot of colors, but you don't have every color on your body. You, like on my body, my hair color is black, my eye color is brown, my skin color is brown. As I look at my body, like there's not other colors on my body. But if we're going to get self-centered, maybe I could I could think of a cousin that I have who has blonde hair or a, my best friend who has brown hair. And all of a sudden that's introducing other colors. So there's always, I don't know if there's always, but there's often something within your within your circle, within your life, within your personal experience that you could branch out to to learn another concept that perhaps that, 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 that is important to learn in that language. Uh, I'll take you for another loop here. I'll take you for a slightly different, a, a slightly different direction. Um, what I like about this concept of, of being self-centered and using self-centeredness as your compass or your roadmap or as a strategy um, to learn whatever language or languages you're trying to learn. Another thing I like about this is that you know yourself. You really know you. And so when you are learning different things in a language in relation to you, it is much easier to remember how those things work. Let me give you an example here. In my Mandarin class, I'm taking one right now, as, as, you, as I'm sure you all know, we are reading a textbook. We're going through a textbook. This textbook has a few different characters. I don't know these characters. These are made up characters. I don't know really what they look like apart from the little visuals we get in the textbook. I don't know the sound of their voice. I'm learning about these characters. So when we learn about, let's use the color example because we've used it so much, about hair colors or different colors and someone says, I have, you know, Wang Pong has black hair. 
it doesn't register the same way as me as it would if I think to myself, I have black hair. Because I'm a real human. Wang Peng is not a real human. And I know myself a heck of a lot more than I know Wang Peng. So it's easier for me to remember the color black by the fact that I have black hair. Or it's easier for me to remember, if we go back to the Spanish example, it's easier for me to remember how the imperfect verb tense works because I'm talking about my own childhood. The imperfect verb tense, for people who don't know, it is a tense, it is a, it is a, 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 a verb tense, it is a type of verb tense that we would use a lot when you talk about childhood memories. It's, very, it's gonna be a lot easier for me to remember how to use it in relation to me versus in relation to some grammar rule or in relation to some random person in a textbook. So not only can it be a good, not only can self-centeredness be a good strategy to learn and be a good roadmap and compass and blah, 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 blah. I think for a lot of people, it, it can be something that helps you, you can it can help you remember a heck of a lot more because you're dealing in terms that you know extremely well at a very deep level. It reminds me of when I was, actually, it's funny, I didn't think of this until now. When I make flashcards, I don't use them all the time, but when I do, there's an app I use on my phone, which is called Anki or Anki. I don't really know how to say it, but anyway. And on this flashcard, you can use pictures. Often, not always, but often, what I find I will do is I will use pictures that are actually, no, you know what, this is not often. This is my, This might even be always, now that I'm thinking about it. I use pictures in my flashcards that have to do with either my, actually, that have to do with my personal experience. I remember in uh, Mandarin, for example, I have a picture of one of my friends on my flashcards because that because she is a graduate student. So when I was learning how to say a graduate student, I put a picture of my friend because that's very real to me. That's real, it's tangible, and it helps me remember. Or like an air conditioner. I remember air conditioner in Mandarin. I put a picture of this air conditioner that we had that I had in a Taiwan hostel because I couldn't figure out how it worked and it was very, very frustrating for me. So again, the self-centeredness, I think even if you're following another, if you're following some kind of study at home program, you're taking a class, you're using videos, even if you're doing something like that, I think using the self-centered sort of approach to help you remember things and help make real connections to the language, I think this is a very, very good idea that everybody should at a minimum try using or they should definitely at a minimum try it actually anyway at a minimum give it a try to see how it works for you anyway guys i gotta head out here um i gotta teach excuse me like i said in the beginning i gotta teach uh shortly so uh thank you so much for listening i appreciate your attention and we will talk very very soon bye for now